When starting this project, I had a lot of questions and curiosity about religion. I asked myself why religion has always been there in human history and what that says about it. I questioned its history and how it affects people and what religion is, if not just something we've been manipulated to believe in. I tried to do research, but everything just left me frustrated. There were theories, such as one that studied animal gatherings, specifically apes, and concluded with how this was an early form of religion that came from finding the benefits of sharing with a group. But this didn't feel like religion to me. The religion I know stems from belief. I myself would define religion as a belief that a group of people share that prompts them to live a certain way or engage in or associate with certain patterns. The problem is that there isn't really a concrete definition of religion. Scientists have never been able to agree on one. I learned this when trying to find out what each religion had in common, and I couldn't come up with an answer. There were plenty of results for what certain religions had in common with each other, but never an all-encompassing answer. Maybe this stems from the fact that they evolved off of each other, and like a game of broken telephone, the original had nothing to do with the final product. But that wouldn't explain the religions formed within isolated communities of people long before modern-day religions came around, before people had access to long-distance forms of communication. Anyway, the point being that nothing I found felt right. Nothing gave me the answer that I so desperately needed to find. And it took time to realize why I'm doing this, why I'm conflicted, and most importantly, why I can't seem to find any answers. And the reason I'm in this position is the way I grew up around religion. My mom's side of the family is strictly religious, while my dad is strictly an atheist. It was like having an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other, while being confused which is which. My mom got most of her faith from her younger sister, my aunt. From what I can remember from when I was small, my aunt's family wasn't really religious. I remember them coming over all the time and eating non-kosher pizza with my cousin at birthdays. From what I've gathered, it all started when my aunt became increasingly frustrated about how my uncle or her husband spent all of his free time at work and never really engaged with the family. So, they began practicing Shabbat, a day of rest and Judaic belief that involves no electronics, no drawing, no swimming, and definitely no work. So, they began to spend Friday nights eating dinner together and Saturdays spending time as a family. Over a short period of time, they became increasingly invested with the whole religion thing, and when the time came to move into their house, which coincidentally already had a kosher kitchen, they decided to keep it that way, and from that day on, they only ate kosher food. After that, they gradually went further with it, and when my cousin turned five, they enrolled her in a Jewish private school. Since then, they've practically become orthodox. They also kind of dragged the whole family into it. My aunt started inviting my mom and her family, my other aunt and her family, and my grandparents. And that's how my mom's beliefs morph into orthodox ones, even though she doesn't follow all the rules or even most of them. My dad, on the other hand, grew up with Muslim parents and celebrated Tatar holidays and things like that. He never really tells me about that, though. What I do know is that at some point back when he lived in Russia, he became interested in in Judaism and started attending private lessons with a rabbi. This was probably around the time he met my mom, who was still Jewish at that point, by the way, just wasn't too vocal about it because of discrimination in Russia. He was really invested in it, even when we moved to America. He started becoming suspicious and questioning everything he learned when my aunt started inviting us to holidays at their house and telling the stories of that holiday according to the Torah. He says he started noticing some details where things didn't line up and upon further research discovered articles discussing things like how Noah's Ark never happened or how the story of Passover wasn't real because he never found the bodies of the people that drowned when the water closed back up. Since then, he has never wasted a moment not making snarky comments any time anything religious came up or joking about, which was really making fun of my aunt's family and their beliefs. And both my parents did this in front of me growing up. Many times, it was because I was told not to eat a cheeseburger because I wasn't supposed to mix dairy and meat, and 
and my dad told me that that's stupid, as well as all the other lies and stories, or fairy tales, as he liked to call them. These occurrences usually weren't as bad as the ones that happened in the car, as we were all on our way to some religious gathering or festival that my mom had to force my dad to go to. So, as a child, I don't think I ever really believed in God, but I definitely accepted the Jewish side of things. Not as reality, but as a way of life. When I ate a cheeseburger, I definitely felt guilty. Not in the eyes of God, but in the eyes of my mom. When I got older and rejected the extreme views I occasionally saw in my aunt's house as fact, I felt guilty participating in things like Yom Kippur in the eyes of my dad. Now, I feel out of place with my mom's side of the family, especially after I learned of their political views in 2016 and in 2020, and more so when they couldn't deal with evidence or reason. I learned they are stuck in their ways, and that became a major turnoff in terms of religion. Even worse was when I realized that their kids were just copying them. My cousins didn't really have the same choice their parents did, and when I had conversations with them about politics, they just told me things that their parents would say, except that they had no evidence whatsoever to back up their arguments. And when my grandparents from my dad's side moved to America, I learned that they had no more tolerance for evidence than my aunt's family. Although for that, I blame Russia's old-fashioned beliefs that were instilled in their upbringing and the fact that they've only been here a year and a half, not enough time to learn how things work here. So going back to my original questions, I came up with the conclusion that I found no answers because there are no answers. I would consider myself a scientific person, which means that I usually need data and evidence before I trust something. I've learned that people are stuck in their ways and for the most part get their beliefs from their parents and surroundings, and that religion has its benefits, although from what I've found, there's only anecdotal evidence to back that up. But I can give an example out of experience. I feel happy when I participate in and fully embrace certain traditions. I can relate this feeling to the nationalism of the 4th of July. It feels good to represent the country and wear red, white, and blue, just as it feels good to participate in the candlelighting ceremony of the Willow Grove Mall for Hanukkah every year. But we know that already. Everyone wants to feel part of a group or community. Human beings crave social interaction. And maybe that's what will keep religion going in the future. For me, even if I can't accept religion without proper evidence, I'll still support people that believe in whatever they want to believe in as long as they're not harming anyone in the process. Thank you.